Hello, everyone, and welcome to Take Two. So glad that you can <laughs> join us. Jason is here with us Hello, live. <laughs> and um, as I mentioned Sunday, and I again want to mention it here, we are opening up as things change. And this, this changes really uh, week by week, depending on uh, the virus and how things are spreading, where there's spikes where there's not, um, you know, right now we are in a lull here, especially in Southern California, uh, where there's other parts of the country where they're seeing an increase. Um, so we'll kind of be keeping an ear to the ground to see what's happening in our area as to what's safe. But as of right now, the CDC has said that it is safe for us to meet outdoors in small groups. If you're vaccinated, they say you don't need a mask. And if you're not vaccinated, they suggest you have a mask. We're also safe to meet indoors. Again, if you're vaccinated, say you don't need a mask. If you're not vaccinated, then they say you should wear a mask. So we're good. Um, if you've been vaccinated, we've been vaccinated. Now, we are not gonna card you, right? We're not gonna say, have you been vaccinated or not? We're gonna leave that to your discretion and trust that you'll do what is safe for you and be mindful of others, of course. Um, but we are wanting to start leaning into gathering together again more and more. So if you would like to join us, especially if you feel like, well, I can fit in this kind of camp, whether it's vaccinated or meeting with a mask on, uh, please join us. Uh, we want to see you, I know Sunday, it was great Mother's Day having a number of people here uh, to celebrate Mother's Day with, and we do miss seeing people regularly. So that is taking place, and we will again keep you updated as that develops here in the future. Um, no other announcements as of right now. I am planning on putting together a Zoom meeting, kind of a, a Everyone invited Zoom meeting here uh, later on. I'll let you know when that is, just so we can see everybody's face again, hopefully, and connect at least that way on Zoom for those who still don't feel comfortable coming out or are, for whatever reason, unable to join us on Sundays or Wednesdays. So I'll let you know more about that. But now moving into uh, what I shared Sunday, as I mentioned, Sunday was Mother's Day, and there was no way I could have any other person here than my wife for Mother's Day. She <laughs> agreed with that. Yeah, and I got a mother to come in. No, she's the most qualified in my household to speak on this issue. <laughs> and, and so I want to start off, though, with kind of why I leaned this direction instead of going back to the talk of transformation. Um, I feel that there are so many things in scripture, and I tried to point it out Sunday, pertaining to women and specifically Sunday to mothers that are like God, like Christ. I mentioned in Genesis where God said he had made man in his own image, male and female, he created them in his own image, right? They're both in God's own image. And so mm -hmm. woman was not created in man's image, Woman was created in God's image. And it's important to recognize that, and I think that's a, an important starting point. And then I leaned into it a little bit, and maybe we will a little bit more tonight, of uh, the role that women have not played in recent history and so much of the church because of the gender. Yeah. Instead of uh, seeing this as something in God's image that there is uh, to contribute, we have used a few scriptures and really have silenced women's voice in areas of teaching, in areas of leadership, um, except for some reason children and sometimes music, right? I mean, we, we get selective. I got so much I could talk about in there, but I don't want to yeah. get too far off the track. You know, I started off and I heard and it was, oh gosh, Sarah Jobes and her book Creating with God. I saw a video of hers that I shared with you, mm -hmm. and it just really was powerful. And I wanted to try and relate some of the things that impressed me watching that and hearing that. And I think 
the one thing that I started off with, you know, was this understanding of, you know, we, those of us who follow after Jesus, have been called in Scripture the body mm -hmm. of Christ. And I explained what that means, mm -hmm. you know, that we each have a function just like our body. You know, we have hands, feet, and so on. That together we make up and can contribute to the work of God because we make up his body. And then I dove into how a woman's body is so much contributing, holding, developing the life of that child she's mm -hmm. carrying when a woman is pregnant. And that her blood starts to feed the baby, mm -hmm. that she develops placenta, which is why she gets morning sickness, I guess, mm -hmm. creating that. Um, and that placenta also filters the waste from the baby so that it doesn't become toxic to her and isn't toxic to the baby. So much is going on, but just that idea of feeding the baby and, and then also the understanding that she has to increase you know, vitamins and her diet that she has to increase calcium because if she doesn't, the baby will feed off the calcium from her very bones where she will give up what is her body to feed this child. And I, I went to the scripture when Jesus said, this is my body mm -hmm. broken for yeah. you, right? And I thought, what a beautiful picture, right? Hmm. And I think even Sarah said, we should have a woman up leading mm -hmm. communion because yeah. that would help us see mm -hmm. the depth of that image. Um, let me throw that to you and just what did you get from just that aspect of yeah. it? And then maybe we can lean into some of your experiences. Well, I really loved the picture of, um, of the body of Christ. Um, the picture of a pregnant mother and all that is involved and um, and how it is a picture. It can be a picture of our relationship with Jesus and with the body, with the church, and also with one another. Mm. It's like we can all be that um, that uh, like a mother. Mm -hmm. And I think even you know, I I really like that. I liked. Um, just having it's it's um god has given us those gifts of this you know mm -hmm. of the spirit where we actually can be have those um god-given traits that a mother may have you know and sometimes we you know even moms need to <laughs> need to learn yeah. to be a better mother. You know, it, it's like it. I mean, it doesn't for a lot of people. What it, you know, a lot of people. It, it doesn't take much to become pregnant, and unfortunately, some really wonderful people, women, are unable to become pregnant. And then there's like, why are there like, you know, I can go on that route. Like, yeah. there's so many. Um, people who don't want their yeah, children, that, that who don't, don't take that, care of their children. That are pregnant, and it, they're like, there's nothing. Um, it's just like you don't have to do much to, you know, it, it's a life that's in you. Women have been having babies for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. They didn't take vitamins. You know, they yeah. didn't, you know, I don't know. I think of like the, the pioneer women, <laughs> women out on the, um, I on mean, the it's just, uh, it's something that God has given as a gift and we have to nurture that gift, too, yeah. I feel, you know. No, and, and I, I want to share right off the bat, you know, when I went through this and Corrine heard it, Corrine, who's an includer, immediately thought of all the people who can't have children, yeah. and she wanted to include everybody because that's what she, right. you know, she does. Right. And so I, I definitely want to, you know, acknowledge those things where there is the ability to nurture. You know, there are people who... Um, do take care of uh, children who never were pregnant. Um, there are people who take care of orphans who yeah. aren't 
you know, mothers or fathers. Mm -hmm. um, there are people who take that role of a mother right. in so many ways that that definitely can be an included part to some of the things. Um, but there is a biological sense where the mother right. and what happens yeah. is so much uh, this creative process. You know, I ended towards the end with uh, Genesis chapter 4 in one of the translations, uh, verse 1, it says of Eve that she says, I have created a man with God. It's amazing. And that's yeah. just like, that yeah. just sent chills down my yeah. spine. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, look at, I made a train set with my right. grandson, right? <laughs> it's like, no, I, I made a man with God. And it, it puts kind of the enormity to that pregnancy and that right. creation process, you know, and, and most of that is the woman. Most of that is coming from her body. It's she's right. that bearing the burden, right? I mean, of course, the man had his part, but the woman carries that burden and the development and those things are a part of that process. I know I talked to you a little bit before. Let me ask you, I mean, you've been pregnant three times with our children. Right. Um, that pregnancy process, how much did that connect you to our children before you met them? In other words, what do you have experientially in that process that say I wouldn't have because I don't carry them. I don't feel the movement like you do. I mean, can you um, put that in words at all? I, I, I mean, I knew that, you know, with the twins, we were carrying twins and that was just so joyful and I loved being pregnant and, um, and, uh, we were, you know, imagining what are their names going to be? Who, you know, are they mm. going to be a boy? Are they going to be a girl? And um, I, I, I almost feel like I wish I would have had more awareness of the creation that was actually mm. happening within my body. Yeah. And that's something that, I mean, I believe for some women, and maybe that's something that us as you know, as believers can, like you said, like elevate that, like mm -hmm. it's sacred, you know, you're creating life, yeah. you're, um, you know, you're it, just hearing the, you know, the different studies about mm. uh, just how amazing, you know, yeah, you're creating processes. a life, you know, um, it, um, I think, it was wonderful, but I think it could have even been more yeah. sacred and holy. Um, and, you know, I was more just more, you know, setting up the baby room, you know. Yeah. And, like, did I feel the baby? I mean, some women know from, you know, the point of conception, they know that they, they're, they're so in tune with their body that they can start to feel the changes even before anybody else is aware mm -hmm. that they're that they're pregnant that they're expecting yeah. and i don't i wasn't you know and that's a, but that's something that i think we need to learn you know we need yeah. to teach our daughters you know to be more aware of their bodies and just like What's just how wonderful yeah i mean <laughs> and i i think it, what a shame you know here we are people who believe in God, believe mm -hmm. in this miraculous creation process, you know, say all these things about it, and yet we are the ones who do not elevate women and recognize the needs that are there. It takes, you know, a lot of work to get them to have time off and those yeah. kinds of things, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's something that you would think that we as people of faith and believing in God and followers of Christ, especially with the legacy of Jesus and women, uh, how he elevated them, would be the ones to do this more. Mm -hmm. And I think what a shame that you, you know, being a part of this faith movement when you were pregnant with our kids, and yet that wasn't the case. You know, there yeah. was, oh yeah, you're having a baby, and yeah, babies are sacred, and there's the pro-life movement and all those things, but there isn't the recognition of how you 
are a part of that mm-hmm. movement, right? It's always yeah. about the baby, and then mm-hmm. I could even go into a political sense where mm-hmm. it became that, but there was little focus on you mm-hmm. and how important you are mm-hmm. into this creation process yeah. and into this elevating of what a woman is contributing to humanity, right? right? Um, that seems to be neglected so yeah. so often. Um, in, in some circle, I you know, yeah, I in mean, some cultures, I think it. Yeah, more it is often elevated. in the world, yeah. unfortunately, it is the case. You know, unfortunately, I think more the case, and definitely in um, mm-hmm. some church structures, right. Mm-hmm where a woman is not allowed to teach, a woman is not allowed to, uh, quote, usurp authority over a man, you know, mm-hmm. that she's supposed to be submissive. There's all these things that have been put on to women and not a recognition of, but here is someone created also in God's image. Mm-hmm. Here is someone who is creating life with yeah. God. Here is someone who sat at Jesus' feet and was welcomed as a disciple, as mm-hmm. Mary was. You know, here is someone who taught Apollos, who was a great mm-hmm. orator, and it was a woman, Priscilla, who did that. Mm-hmm. You know, there is Junius in Romans 16, who is chief among the apostles. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all women in Scripture right. who had leading roles that we don't hear about. Right. Right. And, and here is, you know, our opportunity, or here was my opportunity to kind of use Mother's Day. Yes. Sorry for all you moms if you feel used now, but <laughs> I wanted to use this day to acknowledge something right. powerful right right and i i really do think it is a, a powerful image mm-hmm. you know i i talked also a little bit about just body image mm-hmm. um you know how when a woman gets pregnant her body changes mm-hmm. it expands you know she grows she's three sizes mm-hmm. in months and um she you know has a hard time walking uh, her ankles swell yeah. up. I mean, you can right. probably list those things better right? than I. <laughs> but, you can't eat certain food, like certain foods don't agree with you or, yeah. Yeah. Just like all, it's so interesting what happens to yeah. your body. Yeah, I remember when you ate chili dogs from I, the hat. <laughs> I hate, I ate a she chili was dog. laying on the floor. Oh we weren't gosh. sure if she's going to make it. I couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> Yep. So, <laughs> and then a few late, days later, <laughs> I, I gave it, birth. That, <laughs> um, that whole idea, though, of body image is one where, you know, many women, again, I'm not going to be say all, don't want to make it too general, but I think yeah. a majority of women, when they get pregnant, they start to feel uh, less attractive. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not. Okay. I just feel that it's kind of cultural a little bit in ours in yeah could be in because i think um and i think women now are you know they're not they're just like they're loving their their bodies and i think not as men and women are are finding that you know just the 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 beauty of a of a pregnant, a pregnant woman. woman, and I, I maybe in, I mean, I, I loved being pregnant with the twins, and I felt good, you know. And then I had the, um, I had the babies, the twins, and then I have had, I was pregnant with Daniel, and I did feel like not as put together because you don't have time to, <laughs> to put yourself, you know, you already got two little toddlers, but um, I, um. I don't know. I mean, it it just. I think it depends on the person. I would. Yeah. I would love it if we would just shed that. You know, like yeah. as you talked about, like you know that model image or whatever. But I think it's just our culture that it, makes that yeah. like because I don't. Why are we as Americans so stuck on that? You well, know? and I, I think the point was that there is attraction that comes out yes. right, of a woman who's pregnant that people yeah. notice. And now, um, again, if you've had children, mm-hmm. then you feel connected in some way. Right. right? There's and, a and connection. Every, yeah. It seems like, too, a lot. Of, if, you, yeah. if you're pregnant and someone else has had kids, they're going to tell you yeah. about 
the pregnancy. Right. You know, or it's like all of a sudden everyone's an expert because yeah. we had a kid, you know, even yeah. the men who really didn't <laughs> do any of the work, right? But there's a, a connection that happens when a woman's pregnant mm-hmm. that wouldn't be there before, right? right? Where they, they seem some reason more approachable because of the shared experience Mm -hmm. and so people do oh how far along are you do you know if it's a boy or girl uh you know i don't know did you ever have anyone ask if they could touch your stomach people who weren't um just probably my close family members because i know i've seen it in stores where i've seen like a woman oh look at your brain and i'm just like she's touching her stomach you know some people feel like there's there's, life i mean that's what like there's life there well that's that's that's, the attraction right right and and i mean there's that picture of you know (laughs) to connect all of us yeah we want to be you know children bring life yeah and you know jesus was sitting with children you know he yeah. said don't yeah don't make shoot them, them go away, away yeah. you know and and like we can try to so sanitize our lives and you know because children are messy and they're you know they're sometimes messy yeah. and they're sometimes noisy you know, and yeah and it's like yeah. no but children bring life and so that connection <laughs> right that uh, people have to a pregnant woman to life is something that changes how people see that woman right you don't just see oh there's a woman you see there's a pregnant woman right Mm -hmm. there's a woman who's pregnant and that starts to become part of that narrative that you're having in the context Mm -hmm. of what you're seeing there and it's that attraction that i thought this is more like how jesus attracts yeah right jesus attracts people i mean people were like astounded because they hadn't heard anything mm-hmm. like what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, there was something that they connected to that was different than all the other mm-hmm. leaders right. and rabbis who were speaking. And I think that kind of picture of, oh, there's a woman who's carrying life. There is a rabbi who's carrying mm-hmm. life. And mm-hmm. that was something that they were drawn to. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, I mean, in Isaiah, when it talks, you know, prophetically, leaning forward, there was no, you know, he was not someone that we looked at as, you know, someone you would recognize or see and lift up. You know, it's not someone who was handsome. It's not someone who you saw as, oh, this is that person who you look at and admire just on a physical state. But there was no beauty within him except for the beauty that came out Mm. of this life. And I love that picture because I think, like you said, there's life. Mm -hmm. And that's what's drawing us, Mm -hmm. right? And let me ask you, I mean, when you were pregnant, you were carrying, you know, whether it's the twins or Mm -hmm. other kids, just when you were carrying life in you, um, did you feel more alive? Um, Probably probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like trying to, like, I... Trying to remember. Um, well, what about, I mean, uh, even in the birthing process, because um, I remember that video I was watching, Sarah talked about her senses being heightened. Right. Um, well, unfortunately, I mean, I think there's awareness now mm-hmm. of where, you know, like being totally medicated for birth. I mean, I had a C-section the first time, so I was, you know, anesthesia and stuff like that. Um, But I think just during our time, I'm going to just go, some Mm. women educated themselves about giving, having like the most natural birth Mm -hmm. and and trying to be as um, present in the birthing process and I think women today are desiring that more probably than mm-hmm. um, you know what our mothers <laughs> experience yeah. what my, you know it's like you know our moms well you know no pain in childbirth mm-hmm. but I'm hearing that actually that it can be actually a different experience where yeah. it's pain but there's also just a, like a you're enjoying the process There's of a, the birth. Yeah, it's like you're connecting, I don't know what words to use, but mm-hmm. um, 
but I have heard just listening to different experiences that women have had through birth that it actually, you know, can it's an it should be an exhilarating yeah, it should be a life giving yeah. experience. And yeah. um, so I didn't feel alive um, <laughs> with my birth, mm-hmm. with the birth of my children. I think I was exhausted. Um, and uh, just probably a little bit fearful, like, yeah. what does this mean <laughs> for me? But you know what? But it um, it is life. It, it's life changing, and it is a you know like a like that picture of you know I don't I had to learn how to be a mother. I had to. Um, there yeah. were things that as a mom were, you know, I did instinctively, but then there were other things that I had to learn with patience mm-hmm. and with hardship and, you know, yeah. and, and a dying of, you know, the dying of self and just all those things that are wonderful, good qualities, you know, yeah. and giving and serving and, um, but you, you know, but you have this intense love for that mm. little child that is helpless and <laughs> cannot do anything. <laughs> Let me lean into what you just said here a uh-huh. little bit ago where you said, you know, dying to self, the selfless. Because mm-hmm. I, I shared the parable in Matthew 20 of, you know, the person who hires the different people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And he hires some. They work all day. Some only work an hour. And he mm-hmm. pays them all the same. And the end of it is the first shall be last, the last shall mm-hmm. be first. And I use that uh, illustration if a, a woman is nursing a born child and then she is pregnant yeah. at the same time, which happens, yeah. um, then the way her body takes care of that is as she takes in the nutrients, the first goes to the born child mm-hmm. and second goes to the unborn child and the woman gets Mm -hmm. what's left Mm -hmm. um and i just use that picture of the last shall be first the first shall be last and Mm -hmm. you know i said she eats last and that's the way it's going to be for the rest (laughs) of her life you know she's always going to be the last one to eat but that that is a picture again of you know this is taking care of what is needed Mm-hmm. not what is wanted for you. Mm-hmm. The woman doesn't decide who's going to eat first or yeah. get the best. You know, She just eats. I mean, she gets to enjoy the food if it's a chili dog or something like that, right? But the babies get the benefit of mm-hmm. that food first. And then she takes what's left. And you know, God, in her divine wisdom, um, <laughs> is able to know what is needed, right? That... The woman has the ability, in <clears throat> most cases, to endure that where mm-hmm. the children don't, right? right? And so in that creative wisdom, God says the baby gets this first, mm-hmm. this baby gets second, and the mom's going to get what's yeah. last left. And, and that's a picture of, mm-hmm. I think, motherhood in a, yeah. a real sense. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, about just being... What does it mean to you as a mother to be last? I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. (laughs) It was a painful... (laughs) But let me ask you this, because you Uh you say that, but Um, you put your children first still. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you you still put our kids before yourself all the time. And, you know, gosh, grandkids even more so, right? I mean, um, you're like Judah's best play friend. Um, He's my shadow. (laughs) So, I mean, it's something that's still taking place. You're still putting Mm -hmm. your your children first. And I'm wondering, do you, maybe you don't recognize Mm -hmm. it. Maybe it's just become so much a part of you. And I know it's not the Mm -hmm. same with everyone. And every circumstances are different, right? Yeah. If a woman is working two jobs and has kids her time is going to be different but it's right i mean yeah but for you i mean right now in your circumstance you still put your kids first i 
Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity that, you know, that I can. And I, I think, um, like you said, I, I can't imagine the struggle with, with moms that, you know, they are just, they're working, you know, yeah, going to school, you know, 12 hour shift. And then they're coming home and taking, they'll still take care of their children. And, yeah. you know, just all that a mom does. And um, since we're talking about moms, mm -hmm. and they'll still do it. Yeah. And um, most, you know, moms are going to do it. They're working because they are providing for their children. Mm -hmm. They want to, you know, have a roof over their head. They want to yeah. have the food for them. And, um, and so I am thankful that, I mean, even having the opportunity to spend time mm -hmm. with my grandchildren it's it, yeah. it's a luxury that I know that not everyone is yeah that just able to have, but I love it and um but you do see that putting I knew my mom worked um and she and she put me first, you yeah, know um yeah. definitely you know was something that I've learned from her mm -hmm. um, and that I see in a lot of moms, you know, I mean, yeah. a lot of the moms I know, they, it's all about the kids, right? It's whatever we can do to help the kids out and, you know, we'll You're, exhaust yeah. ourselves for our children. Right. Um, and so again, I, I think mm -hmm. that's the great thing about this picture of the pregnant woman mm -hmm. who's nursing and yeah. carrying a child is that she doesn't have a choice. It's right. almost like this yeah. divine choice, you know. Right. Um, this divine wisdom says this is how it's supposed to right. be. And, and I just think there's a beautiful picture there and how I think maybe a society is supposed to run, mm -hmm. right, where there are people who need and there are people who have enough and how do we get those who have enough to help those who have the need, right? Because right? that's what the mom's doing. She has enough yeah. to give to these two kids, so she does it. And I think that's a picture for us. Yeah, and that's like that video, like what, like as the church, what... Oh, yeah, um, at the beginning. Yeah, like what the video, yeah, just like how can we, you know, revolutionize Mother's well, Day, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, because it's something that, I mean... We, I don't know the history of Mother's Day really, just from this video a little bit. You know yeah. what he talked, but I know like my history with Mother's Day was we didn't go to church, but I mean my dad would go around everywhere, um, yeah. you know, picking up the grandmothers from yeah. you know like from Montebello to, to Fullerton, Fullerton to Alhambra, and then we'd all go out to. Um, to breakfast because he was honoring he was doing that mm. to honor his mom and and the moms and making sure that all the us kids would go and be there with mom and and he wouldn't just do it on mother's day he was always doing that mm. to to yeah. elevate his mom and bringing like a i i guess he honored his mom because he knew yeah. what she did for him as a child to keep food on the table, yeah. you know, to, I mean, they, you know, weren't wealthy people and mm -hmm. they, yeah. she did a lot for, for him. Yeah. And he and it, it, yeah, felt that, like it, it was the least he could do, but going back to, um, revolutionizing mother's day, like it's a picture for us as people, believers, like, to do that, um, yeah. to be that person for other people. Mm -hmm. Like if we have the resources, if we have the time or making the time to reach out to people that are lonely, that are, that need mm -hmm. care and comfort and mm -hmm. being that, that mother or Christ to that person, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of like what I, got yeah. from well, I just love that you put mother in Christ in that yeah. that way I mean it just it, it seems so natural right it, it, it's and again I, I you know I mentioned it before we know that God is not male nor female right yeah. that, that when we use those terms it's to 
help us understand personhood, not, mm -hmm. you know, gender. Mm -hmm. But um, when you said Christ and mother, mm. that just seemed like a very clear picture, mm. you know, especially in the way that we've been mm -hmm. talking. And of course, there's always exceptions, right? There's always right. bad moms, just like there's bad dads and bad, bad. people. People that uh, don't, <laughs> that are not living up yeah. to the... Bad um, pastors, bad Christians, the, bad... Because but, we all are, cre what, we all are made in the image of God. Yeah, we all we are made... we all have the potential to rise up to 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 be Christ-like, I yeah. believe and, that. And, yeah. and I just love that picture though of a mother and Christ mm -hmm. being something that's like that makes. And then there is the passage where I've longed to gather you as yeah, a hand gathers yeah. her chicks. You know, I mean, those pictures of God. So I'm not going out of line when I say right. these things, well, I, right? I, I, all I, of those. When I said God and her wisdom, yes. you know, that shouldn't offend us. The meta is it. Metaphor. Yeah, metaphor or the pictures that are used. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, you know, I have no intention of right. changing scripture from what it says, but using those kinds of descriptions, I don't think should ruffle any feathers. And the fact that it does shows that people are gentrifying God yeah. when they shouldn't be. And he uses so many terms um, like the nurturing of a mother mm -hmm. in scripture. You know, yeah, and it, Paul, we talked about mm -hmm. Paul, how he talked about his children of faith and, yeah and faith and um you know yeah it's definitely in there and so it, it's not something that's too far gone to remove from that um you know one of the things that i think the most important not important but profound thing is, is after that pregnancy a child is born <laughs> right if everything goes well uh, a child is born, and the woman, she creates a life with God. And now her life was not lost in making another life. Mm -hmm. Her life now expands, right? Her life shows up, and, and you know, you, you have, you, sometimes I feel like we, we think we have so much love. You know, this is all the mm -hmm. love I have. Mm -hmm. And then you have a child, and you realize, oh, I have more love than I thought because mm -hmm. I'm able yeah. to love this child. What I don't have is more time, yeah. but I have more yeah. love, right? And then we have another child. I mean, we had the two children, and we thought, oh, yes, this is great. We have twins. That's what we thought, right? And it was amazing, and it was beautiful, and we couldn't imagine loving anyone as much as we love them. And then we had Daniel, and it's just like, oh, we love more, yeah. you know, and we just kind of love just kept expounding as we had children and now even grandchildren, Um and it, that's kind of the healthy mm -hmm. outcome mm -hmm. of giving your life into something to someone. It produces more life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's what should be happening with us. Again, that's what happened with Jesus. He gave his life as a ransom for many so that we could have life to the full. Mm -hmm. He didn't just lose his life. He gave his life so that more life could be born. And I think that's another beautiful picture of motherhood is she didn't lose her life even though she gave of her life, mm -hmm. even though she was last, even though she gave her nutrients, mm -hmm. even though, you know, she had to go through sickness and all the birthing process. Mm -hmm. She didn't lose her life. Um, if all goes well, she actually produces more life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, again, a beautiful picture of what it can look like. Mm -hmm. um, for us to be able to produce life in other people and see that take mm -hmm. place. You know, it, it's a strange thing seeing the beauty of creating life with God mm -hmm. and, and what that can look like. And then there's the, the heartache of what happens when that doesn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. um, like the people we know, some friends who thought they were pregnant, but they ended up not being able to see the heartbeat mm -hmm. of the child. Um, and it's like there's this excitement of what could happen, and then there's the loss mm -hmm. of what has happened, and then there's the adjustment of emotion mm -hmm. that plays into that. It's such a strange dynamic, but I can't help feeling like that's also part of the dynamic 
mm-hmm. of God. I mean, I was just thinking of this as, mm-hmm. you know, we heard this news and we're talking about it. Um, I think God's heart breaks mm-hmm. when life doesn't happen um, in his people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And so many dim- like dimensions, yeah. 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 And and again, that's Mm. another loss Mm. that I think a mom feels more Mm. uh, than anyone else. Um, But I think that's a loss also that Christ Mm. feels, you know, him giving life and then the life not actually taking people, not actually grabbing hold of that life. Um, Mm. That's, I just, I feel like this year has for some like withdrawn I feel like mm-hmm. for for myself like this withdrawing of life you know mm. like for for myself you know I just have to ponder that like hmm I'm supposed to be giving life yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I'm just growing expanding being a life giver yeah no, and, and again, you only got so much time, so you can but, only do so much, but it is important to do what you can. And having that, that balance. Um, well, uh, I was trying to, th- I, there was something that came, but I think it, I think it left. <laughs> it, it was a poof. <laughs> it went it poof. left the building. <laughs> if it comes back, um, throw it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do want to throw out, too, if there's any oh. questions. Go, oh, oh, you got it. Just when you were talking about then you have that child, mm-hmm. okay, that, like, the pregnancy, the, you know, all of that's going on with that, and then that little life is born. And I love just how some parents are just doing such a wonderful job. Mm. And that makes me want to cry, <laughs> you yeah. know, because they're now breathing life into that little child and teaching that little child to be, you know, a little, uh, not, um, to be a life giver too, Mm -hmm. you know, in a, in a just showing kindness and, you know, I just, yeah, I love that. Just thinking, just, um, yeah. And Just really, that. I mean, to all you mothers out there, yeah. you know, who watch this, keep Non-stop. it up. Yeah, it is. And dads. And dads. <laughs> and dads but I know it's about included. moms. We're going to have Father's Day soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'll but, do for Father's Day. Uh, I'm, there's some, you know, it takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> and and but, remember, if you guys have any questions or thoughts, you could uh, chime in here online. Or, Jason, if you've got anything you want to throw out at us, let us know. And well, like what you said about more kids I remember when we had Gloria I couldn't my mind couldn't comprehend that you could love a second before mm-hmm. Molly was born I was like am I going to be able to love a second child as much as I I and then it, my friend told me he goes oh it'll happen and yeah. I, it's hard and then it, you have the second one or you have you know yeah. like, wow I have the same love for my yeah. Two yeah. child it's like you know it's God it's cool yeah, so if you, if you didn't hear, Jason just shared how his love expanded after having Gloria yeah. and Amalia. He found he, you know, he didn't think he could love anything more than he did, but he loves just more. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so, it's so interesting how we think of things in a comparative way. You know, I only have so much, you know, yeah. or even like the kids. Do you love me as much as? It's like, yeah. I can't expect can't divide it you know it's no there's just love it's there and there's enough for both of you and who you are but yeah it's powerful it really is and it's the see but it's the way children like kids like how were you brought up you know like that's why some some kids do feel the comparison you know i know we're not going there but but you know what i mean yeah just like like that's why i'm like the it's wonderful to see parents, um, you know, they're just trying to teach the children yeah. in a healthy, balanced, you know, yeah. spiritual way, you know, just, um, 
know? Yeah, and it's a continuing process. I mean, gosh, you and I talk so many times about all the things that we did wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying to do right. And we still loved our kids. And I, I mean, we're still yeah. close to all our kids and they know they're loved. But in the area of faith, there are so many things we wish we would have done a little differently mm-hmm. um, to, to bring less burden, uh, to bring more freedom, mm-hmm. uh, to bring more life, right? Yeah. Um, it seems like we created a new law, uh, in some ways, a Christian law that mm-hmm. just started to override the grace and truth, you know, and that freedom is there. that a little that a child should have yeah. to grow and thrive. Yeah. And <laughs> so we're, we're going down a different path. Um, this will be see. another. <laughs> uh, well, do you have something else thought? Um, um, I think there was something that uh, just like another picture of that probably the Lord, like God would want us as believers to um, just let that be part of our life. Like, um, like how mom, like the tenacity and that a mom can have when something is not right with their child or a dad, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. you'll just, um, Just you know, what hell and high water to get to that kid, to help them to, um, and, to save that child, you know, and I think sometimes we kind of like withdraw um, among just the body of believers, but that's something that we can also mm. have too. And I know that some people do do that, yeah. you know, some people like they see something that is not right in the world and they're going to go and they're going to do all that they can to, to see, to try to make it right. Um, and also um, how it was talking about the prayer groups, the um, the Mother's Day mm-hmm. groups that these yeah. women formed and stuff. And I thought, and it just reminded me of um, the, the prayer group that I used to be part of with moms that I would go to when I could. And it was just, there's just something, um, I don't want to, like, I don't know what the word is, but like when we were praying for a child, we didn't even know the details of what was going on with this kid and we're of different, you know, different faiths, different um, just ways that we pray, the way that we believe, Mm -hmm. you know, in Christ or, you know, anybody was welcome to come and pray if you if you wanted to pray for your child and just how. It would just be so, um, just uh, like moms would be praying, just like something that something about my child that maybe this is what my child needed at that time, mm. and um, I don't know what they're the word just is, like in spiritual, touch, like yeah. yeah, there was like a not mystic, is it mystical? I yeah. don't know what the word is. It just like because when two or more are gathered. Right, three mm-hmm. or two or more are gathered in mm-hmm. His name. There He is in the midst, and and the Lord would be. Um, there was something just wonderful power. about that. The power of being together, and you know, praying. It didn't matter what our political views were. It didn't matter. We were praying for our kids, yeah. and we were desperate for the for our children, and. Um, and so. I think that's it. You know, you there was something more important than the things that tend to divide us. Yeah. You know, there was something more. Your child was more important than your denomination, yeah. more than your political party, more than, you know, all the things, the way you pray, you know, whether you believe certain things or don't believe certain things. Your child and their situation yeah. was more important than all those things. And all, all of you welcomed others to participate yeah. in that because it was so helpful yeah. to you as well as you felt it was beneficial to your child yeah. as well. Uh, and if, yeah, if we could be just that. more, it takes, it, you know, it takes time to do that. And it, it, um, and God bless effort. my friend Beth <laughs> that, you know, she was part of that 
prayer group for years just um, because she knows the power of prayer and mm-hmm. just the, um, and if we could also, you know, as a body of believers, yeah, take that example of mothers that that pray, pray. And yeah, what things could happen in yeah. our lives and the lives of those that. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful uh, picture uh, of, again, and then especially let's, we can kind of have that inclusion there, right, with it. It's like this is an opportunity for us as followers of Christ to practice these things that we see in so many mothers and put it into our life of faith mm-hmm, right, where we're going to be right. tenacious for the right. people that are in our life, where mm-hmm. we are going to you know, be fierce and wanting good for them, where mm-hmm. we are going to be last so that they can get what they need, yeah. uh, supply those things that we are going to try and bear the image of Christ so that we are approachable and uh, able to yeah. be seen in that way. I mean, those are all beautiful pictures we get from, you know, motherhood that we can try to exemplify yeah. in our own lives right. as well. Very good. Very good. Well, again, I think... We're coming up 51 minutes, okay. so we'll, do you have anything else you want to kind of final thoughts? I don't, uh, I don't think so. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Jason, any other thoughts? I'm good. Yep. <laughs> All right, no one else chiming in. Thank you guys for joining us for take two. Thank you to my wife <laughs> and mother of my children, Corrine, uh, for her insight I do appreciate it. And Thank again, you. <laughs> uh, I see so much of what I shared on Sunday in you and appreciate mm. you in so many ways. And thank you guys again for tuning in. Hope to see you Sunday. Remember, we are meeting here live uh, at 10 a.m. We still are not having children's uh, meetings, but we hope to put that in play sometime here soon. So we'll keep you posted. Uh, love you guys. Miss you. God bless. And take care. You have been listening to the Genesis Podcast. We invite you to join us at one of our weekly gatherings. You can find more information at www.thegenesisstory.com as well as opportunities to help financially support this podcast. Thank you for listening.